often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host and founder of health and wellness company WCubed, which you can learn more about at wcubedcommunity.com. Thank you so much for joining me, whether it's live or on demand. Our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates their body, mind, and spirit. And it's become clear to me that it's necessary to deal with more than the conscious mind to make these good lifestyle changes. You need to go deeper and perhaps rewire the brain or update subconscious programming that is not serving you. So we address both aspects on this show. We feature many practitioners who provide information about the good daily choices to make and also those who specialize in getting at the deeper root causes that may be driving your poor choices so that you can move beyond them and make those better choices naturally. One example is practitioner Brian Radke, who was on the show September 29th and discussed subconscious programming with a modality called Psych-K. I encourage you to check out that show on demand if you missed it, because we did discuss the subject of subconscious programming in detail. And today, we're going to discuss another powerful modality that goes deeper than the conscious mind to affect change called EFT, or Emotional Freedom Technique. And I'm going to be joined by co-host Susan Ingebretson today. And you may recall that Sue joined us on May 26th for a show called Going from Chronic Illness to Chronic Wellness, in which we discussed her journey with fibromyalgia and her book, Fibromyalgia. And more information on her book, blog, and services can be found at rebuildingwellness.com. Sue has been an avid practitioner of EFT for many years and will bring great insights to the show, especially during the third segment when she will focus on how to decrease chronic pain with EFT. Welcome back, Sue. It's great to have you here. Wonderful to be here. And our esteemed guest today is Dawson Church, PhD, who wrote the book on clinical EFT called The EFT Manual, currently in its third edition. Dr. Church also wrote the best-selling book, The Genie in Your Genes, which has been hailed by reviewers as a breakthrough in our understanding of the link between emotions and genetics. He founded the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare to study and implement promising evidence-based psychological and medical techniques also. And his groundbreaking research has been published in prestigious scientific journals. He's also the editor of Energy Psychology, Theory, Research, and Treatment, which is a peer-reviewed professional journal, a blogger for the Huffington Post, and a reviewer for the APA's Mental Health Mobile Phone Application Review Database. He shares how to apply the breakthroughs of energy psychology to health and athletic performance through the EFT Universe, which could be found at EFTUniverse.com, one of the largest alternative medical sites on the web. Welcome to the show, Dr. Church. Susan and I are thrilled to have you here today. Sandra and Susan, it's a pleasure to be there, and I love the focus of your show on regeneration and the subconscious role that all of our beliefs and feelings play in that. So I know we're going to have a great hour together now. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a huge factor. So let's get started at square one by discussing what emotional freedom technique or EFT is for those who are unaware. In your book, The EFT Manual, you explain that EFT has roots in modern psychology as well as the ancient science of acupuncture. Can you elaborate on that? It is so interesting what's happened over the last while. And some of the evidence of the movement of what used to be thought of as spiritual or esoteric practices into everyday life. We've seen things like yoga and tai chi and qigong, these ancient practices people are now using, and they become widespread in the West and in many other parts of the world as well. And what EFT does is it uses elements of acupuncture. So acupuncture is a is a form of healing that is at least 5,000 years old. We have evidence of going back over 5,000 years. We have evidence that acupuncture was known actually in Western Europe as well as in China for thousands of years. And so it's been regarded as being this esoteric form of oriental healing, though, 
for, uh, for decades in the West. What EFT does is it brings in elements of acupuncture into modern psychological methods like exposure therapy and cognitive therapy. Cognitive and exposure therapies are very effective therapies, especially for resolving psychological trauma. And what EFT does is it brings in acupuncture in the form of acupressure, pressure on acupressure points. And what we find it, that combination does is it, in effect, turbocharges the great results we see from cognitive therapies. So it's drawing the best of these Western psychotherapy methods. It's combining them with acupressure. And when you put the two together, we find the results are often much faster than you'd get with either of the parts. That's very interesting. And you also mention in the EFT manual that there are three key reasons for EFT's efficacy. Can you elaborate on what those are? Yes, what happens when you combine both conventional therapies with acupressure in the, in the body is so interesting. And we now have a number of studies showing that it literally shuts down the fear response of the brain. The brain's, center of the brain, the middle part of the brain, the midbrain, is the limbic system, and it processes fear. And there's now a lot of evidence from acupuncture, acupressure, and also EFT that when you stimulate that midbrain with a soothing signal. So you're thinking a thought about a bad thing that happened to you, a negative childhood event, a disease, a pain, whatever it might be. When you then superimpose the input of acupressure into that unpleasant experience, it sends a calming signal to that emotional brain and the pain, the fear, and other both physical and emotional symptoms tend to drop way, way, way down. And while these kinds of practices like acupuncture and uh, movement, movement somatic practices were thought of as being really esoteric and for spiritual people and uh, otherworldly for, for millennia, now we're seeing that when these are brought into the context of psychotherapy and medicine, they actually have very, very powerful effects on the body. And the EFT manual, I... I mentioned the stress reduction effects of EFT. When I first heard about EFT, I heard about it from a, a therapist, and he was saying, oh, yeah, I'm using this amazing new thing, emotional freedom techniques. I'm using it for people with, with problems with sports performance and problems with public speaking anxiety, with depression, with various kinds of diseases. And I was thinking, how on earth can one single technique be so effective for such a wide variety of ailments? And it turns out that the commonality in all of them is stress. We're stressed. So, for example, I worked with a guy once who had a broken leg, and I, I was thinking to myself, I didn't tell him this, but I was thinking to myself, how on earth can EFT improve his level of pain from broken leg? He was an 8 out of 10 for pain for his broken leg, and he was hobbling around on crutches. He broke his leg two weeks before in an auto accident. And my like, cognitive scientific brain was saying, he broke his leg in an auto accident. It's a two-week-old two fracture. How on earth can stimulating some acupressure points possibly help? But it turned out that he also, besides his physical pain, 8 out of 10, he also had all kinds of emotional factors with the experience. He was angry at the other driver who'd collided with him. He was angry at his wife who'd wanted them to go on that trip when he didn't want to go. He was angry at the hospital staff and the doctor. And so he was angry at his own body and fearful that he wouldn't heal properly. So all of these are emotional aspects of a physical event. We tend to look at the physical pain, the physical ailment. And what we find when we look at the whole picture instead is that there are all kinds of emotions that are linked in with those physical symptoms. When you address those, then your physical symptoms tend to reduce dramatically. In various pieces of research we've done, we found an average drop in physical pain after EFT of 68%. And after I did some EFT with that particular man, his pain went from an 8 out of 10 to a 2 out of 10. So I think of that 2 out of 10 as being his actual physical pain, but the 8 out of 10 being the emotional overlay he had over that. So EFT reduces stress. When that stress goes away, all of our emotional trauma is then reduced. And then the way our brains start to process information changes. We're no longer combining, conflating our physical pain with all of that emotional stress. 
and we're able to focus on what we really have wrong with us rather than all of the fears, anxieties, worries, and so on that we tend to mix in with those physical symptoms. So EFT really addresses all these things very, very simply with acupressure. And what we find is when you apply it, that it has a really remarkable effect on a wide range of both physical and psychological symptoms. Oh, that's a great introduction to it. And actually, you covered a lot of ground in those two questions. So what I would recommend is if anyone wants to learn more, go ahead and check out his EFT manual because he spends many pages talking about these two particular subjects, uh, the history of EFT and the reasons for its efficacy. And it's very interesting how you pointed out that many things we think of are just purely physical very likely have a large emotional component overlaying them. And so EFT is very effective at taking care of the emotional component. So you take that away, then you may be left with very little physical component or something which is manageable to be treated. So that's so powerful. Often is when people have had a, a physical complaint for many, many years. One woman I worked with at a live workshop had a limited range of motion in her her arms, and she couldn't reach behind her very well. She had various kinds of limitation, and after doing EFT on some emotional parts of her experiences, childhood experiences, she regained full range of motion in her arms, and she was so surprised because she'd had this limited range of motion since she was a teenager, and she was in her 60s. So there it was, you know, maybe 50 years, she just thought, well, that's just me. I have this limited range of physical motion in my arms, and that's the fact. And just to see the, the looks on people's faces when suddenly they, they break through after 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 years of experiencing a limitation, and suddenly it's just not there anymore. It's one of the most wonderful things about being a practitioner is you can see that look of startled amazement on people's faces often as some limitation that they have had for so long suddenly goes away. Yeah, startled amazement. That's great. Okay, thank you for this introduction to it. We're actually ready for our first break right now. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we are here with EFT researcher and author Dr. Dawson Church, who recently released his third edition of the EFT manual, which describes the field of clinical EFT, which he just gave us a quick introduction to. So I encourage you to check out that book to learn more. And on the other side of this break, we're going to get into the practical method of using EFT. And on the third segment, we're going to get into some really practical stuff with Susan about how to use it for chronic pain and fibromyalgia. So see you soon with more great insights from our special guest and our co-host. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. It's here. Announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra? host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kanstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I am here with co-host Susan Ingebretson and guest Dr. Dawson Church, EFT researcher and author of the third edition, The EFT Manual. And in the last segment, Dr. Church gave us a great introduction to how EFT works and why, though it was a lot of information. So if you want to learn more, go ahead and check out his book. Now, let's get into some of the more practical considerations here as to how actually to implement EFT in your routine. So can you first explain what differentiates clinical EFT, which you cover in your book, to the EFT that you can learn about all over the web and YouTube, for example? Yeah, and there are literally tens of thousands of EFT videos on YouTube, and I love that EFT is such a powerful grassroots movement. When we did a, a, uh, an examination of Google searches for EFT last year, we found that there are something like, like 5 million Google searches wow. for EFT or tapping or other terms uh, like it, and over a million people a month visit the top five EFT websites. So there's a ton of grassroots interest in, in EFT, but... Um, one of the most common things I hear from people in our live workshops when we read the EFT manual is, well, I tried EFT and it didn't work. And I remember I was really sad actually last year when I was in touch with one of the biggest bloggers in the blogosphere. He has an absolutely massive, massive, massive personal growth book. And he, he said the same thing. I tried EFT, it didn't work. So EFT doesn't work. And mm-hmm. so you do hear that refrain sometimes. And what I find is usually the case is that people who say that have done something like watched a YouTube video made by an untrained uh, person who maybe watched another YouTube video and then made their own YouTube video and then a person tries EFT in that way and then concludes that it doesn't work. Uh, what we know from research is that if you use the research-based form of EFT, which we call clinical EFT, which is backed by over 100 scientific studies and review papers, we know that works. That really does work. But it does take learning it and applying it in a very particular way. EFT by itself takes only a few minutes to learn. I have a little freebie called the EFT mini-manual, and people will be getting I've mean, had like almost half a million downloads of the EFT mini-manual over the last five years. And people can read the mini-manual and try it for themselves and get the instructions how to use it and, and feel how effective it is. But you need to do that. You need to actually, actually look at the instructions, spend that five minutes it takes to read the instructions, and then use those rather than just pulling up some, um, someone's idea what EFT might be and wow. giving that a try. So that's called clinical EFT because it's backed by so many clinical trials, and after people use that, there are very few who say EFT didn't work, because there are, there are methods, for example, in the EFT manual of working with children, working with people with uh, performance anxiety, working with athletes, working with people who are sick with physical diseases, how to work with people when EFT doesn't seem to be working, how to work with people who are dealing with highly traumatic memories. We all have those parts of our lives that were so horrendous, we'd rather forget them. How do you, there are three gentle techniques in, in the manual for how to deal with even those parts of your story that were so traumatizing, so difficult, such a nightmare, you'd rather not work on them at all, but you know they're down there. So um, the EFT manual and clinical EFT gives you instructions for all of those specialized applications of EFT, and we know that this method, as laid out in the manual, is incredibly effective. Yes, and that brings up a great point, which is when should you choose to work with someone trained in clinical EFT versus reading a book 
like the EFT manual and using it for yourself? When you're dealing with a problem that you aren't making much progress with, that's a good time to call in a practitioner. When you're dealing with a problem that's of long duration, like, for example, we have um, a couple of weight loss programs at at EFT Universe because we find that we have done several pieces of research now, and we find that with EFT, people lose weight and keep it off permanently. So um, we, we, we find, though, it does take guidance and skill to dig down into the subconscious and see what's keeping your weight there. So if there are problems that are of long duration or that are severe, it's very helpful to have a practitioner rather than trying to be your own diagnostician and coach and do it for yourself. So uh, EFT for simple things is... Is, is really effective done, done by yourself. But if you're dealing with a, with, with a really traumatic event, with deep psychological wounding, with uh, a chronic illness, it really helps to have somebody in your, on your team who's walking you through the protocol and using all of their experience to leverage to help you. That's right. That's a great point. Now, what's the best way to go about finding a skilled practitioner if you wanted to do that? There are several hundred of them listed on our website, and if you, if you go to the, the URL, the, the web address, just by name, DawsonGift.com, you will, through it you will find a portal which gives you all of the certified practitioners. And it's really important to work with a certified practitioner. These are people yes. who've passed written tests, they've had supervised, many supervised hours, we looked at their case histories, we looked at their ability to, to, to deliver EFT, we know they're good. Often people email us at the office and say, well, can you recommend a, a really good practitioner? And I'm going to tell you, if they're on that website, they're good. They get retested every three years. They have to renew their certification. They take new tests. So we make sure anyone listed on that site as a clinical EFT practitioner really knows their stuff. Okay, that was Dawson'sGift.com? Dawson, yes, my name, D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift.com. Got you. Okay, that's... Sounds like an excellent resource. Now, when someone starts doing EFT with a practitioner or themselves, how long should they expect to see an effect from it? I'm sure it depends on the ailment, but just generally speaking, what what have you seen in your experience? Very, very rapidly for many kinds of stress-based disorders. Like, for example, there have been several studies of public speaking anxiety, and those sessions were about 15 or 20 minutes. So just a little bit of EFT on a problem like public speaking anxiety has been shown in several clinical trials to have a rapid effect. Uh, then the other end of the spectrum is problems mentioned fibromyalgia, and I will be talking about that in, in the next session. Se- section. Um, the, 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 prolonged, the, the, chronic, the chronic problems like that, it's, it's, it's not unknown that you'll do EFT for one session and it'll go away. Uh, there are cases like that, and I think you should always be open to a miracle. But the, the, the clinical experience shows that with a chronic issue, uh, being overweight, having an autoimmune disease, uh, those kinds of uh, problems that modern medicine really is, is, has very few answers for, uh, you need to be persistent. And it might, there might be layers and layers and layers of issues in your subconscious. You may have many adverse childhood events to work through. You may have such ingrained beliefs that you can't change. People coming into our weight loss program, for example, have tried an average. Get, get this. They've tried an average of 15 other programs. So they're Whoa. coming into our weight loss program. And we tell them right in week one, we say, look, we know your level of belief that you can, you can lose weight through any weight loss program is just about zero. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so... <laughs> yes, because it's dealing so, with the conscious mind, many of these, uh, and yeah, deprivation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's funny because so, so we do we you know, we have the easy things, the top layer of our, of our conscious, consciousness. Then we have those things buried deep in our subconscious, those messages of not being perfect, not being worthy, not being okay yes. that we often learned very very early in life, and that does take some digging to to address. It can take several sessions, or even I mean I've been doing this for about fifteen years, and every once in a while I still have something pop up that's like, whoa, where'd that thing come from? So, <laughs> whoa, yeah. okay, all right, that's interesting. And one question I have for you is, do you need to have any type of spiritual belief for EFT to work? And what type of mindset should someone have to be successful when they start? That is a great question. And no, you don't need spiritual beliefs. 
spiritual beliefs can be helpful, but we have many agnostic or atheist EFT practitioners. It doesn't have to need any spiritual belief. You don't even have to believe that EFT can work. We have examples in research of people who just taught mechanical EFT, no belief that it was going to work, and it still works for them. Also, when even the client doesn't believe it'll work. So you have both a practitioner and a client, both of them have what's called placebo effect. They don't think this is going to work, and it still works. So you don't, you don't need spiritual training or belief, and even if you don't believe it's going to work, it still can work. Now, I will say the caveat is that if you add spiritual belief, I think it's likely to work better uh, just because of the placebo effect alone. Just yeah. the placebo effect, believing that something will work is going to give an additional impetus to any healing method you try. When I take my vitamin pills in the morning, I just do a little EFT and imagine those having a great effect on me. Is that changing the chemical composition of the vitamins? I don't really think so. Is it changing my belief about what the vitamins can do for me? Absolutely. And there's tons of research about placebo. So I think that, that bringing in your spiritual beliefs, bringing in your philosophical beliefs, all of that can help increase the effect of EFT. Yes, definitely agree with that. Uh, in fact, we talked about a book called Biology of Belief by Bruce Lipton about the power that our minds and our beliefs have on our physical bodies. So that was a great point. And we're actually ready for our next break now. So thank you, Dr. Trish, for all that great information. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we are here with EFT researcher and author Dr. Dawson Church, who recently released his third edition of the EFT Manual, which describes the field of clinical EFT. And Susan is going to jump into the driver's seat for the next segment about using EFT to help with chronic pain and insomnia, which are things that those with fibromyalgia need to deal with on a regular basis. So stay close, and we'll see you soon with that great information. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra, host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kanstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. 
Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with co-host Susan Ingebretson and guest Dr. Dawson Church, EFT researcher and author of third edition, The EFT Manual. And Susan is going to take it from here for this segment about chronic pain and fibromyalgia because she has firsthand knowledge of this condition and how it can be helped with something like EFT. So, Susan, please go ahead. Well, thanks so much. I'm just thrilled to be here. And, of course, I'm thrilled to speak to Dr. Church. What an amazing opportunity. And I want to dig right in. And I love the portrait you painted earlier about this overlay of emotional issues and physical issues because, as I'm sure you're aware with fibromyalgia, we hear about both. So I'd love to hear your opinion on why EFT is such a useful tool in dealing with chronic pain and is it practical for all types of pain? It surprises me to what high degree pain is emotional. Uh, one of, the, one of the, the events that changed my life was when I began to do research on EFT, and this is around 2007, and I did a study which came to be called the Healthcare Worker Study, and mm-hmm. it wound up eventually involving 216 healthcare workers, doctors, nurses, mm-hmm. psychotherapists, alternative medicine practitioners, and they, were, they, they learned EFT at a series of five different medical conferences, and we found that their levels of anxiety and depression dropped by about 45% over the course of just a one-day workshop. So big effects from EFT, and most of the gains held over time when we tested them later on. But their levels of physical pain dropped by an average of 68%. Now, that, that is a massive drop. And one of the, uh, the practitioners, for example, that I worked with in one of those workshops was a man who'd fallen off a ladder. He was 22 years old. He was picking fruit in France, where he lived, and fell off a ladder, broke several vertebrae, had had chronic pain ever since. So, and he was down in his, I think, late 50s. So many, many, many years, like 30 years plus years of pain. And my left brain was thinking again, same thing as the guy with the broken leg. How on, I mean, 30 years of chronic pain, how can this guy's pain ever go away? And yet his pain went down, went, went down from his chronic high number, which, which was, was all the time, down to like a two. Now, at that point, I, I did EFT with him, and I said, could this get any lower than two? We just asked the question while doing EFT. Could this get any lower than two? And as we, as we did EFT and asked the question, the pain dropped down to a zero. So the first time in his adult life, he was pain-free. So, yeah, EFT does work on even things that seem to be purely physical symptoms. In fact, one of the things I'll do EFT with people on is this is a purely physical symptom. I have many videos and many audio recordings, in fact, from our fibromyalgia program, many audios of, of, of tapping and, uh, and videos of, of doing EFT with people and affirming it's a purely physical symptom. EFT can't possibly fix this. And even doing EFT with that kind of negative cognition, the pain goes down, sometimes down to a zero. I love that. And I've said that very thing to clients. They say, well, this won't work. And I go, that's great. doesn't matter. Let's do it anyway. Um, even though we this don't won't ha- work. <laughs> yeah. Even though we I know this won't even though, even, though even though we're both convinced this will never work, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. So yeah. with fibromyalgia and chronic pain, you know, from other sources, are you finding that 68% is kind of typical? Yeah, we find it's typical across numerous studies, and there was one randomized controlled trial of fibromyalgia done by Lund University in Sweden, and they found that roughly uh, a third of the people recovered fully, a third of the people recovered partially, and a third didn't recover at all. And this was an eight-week online program applying EFT for fibromyalgia, but again, it was all online. They never went into the nurse's office, the doctor's office. The whole study was done just for an online program. So, um, yeah, we find that 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 two-thirds reduction in pain holds regardless of the source of the pain or whether we think it's physical or emotional. I love that. That's a wonderful number, and I love to hear numbers because people want to think in esoteric terms it does or doesn't work, and that's why hearing a concrete number like that can be so powerful uh, to give people hope. Um, So my next question... Well, just just to pause for a second there... Uh-huh. You know, hope is crucial for people with fibromyalgia because most Absolutely. of them come into 
the, the, the office to see, see a practitioner, and they don't have any hope left. They, hopelessness and helplessness are two of the signatures of fibromyalgia. And so, yeah, if they have even some hope, that can really help them. Absolutely. That's a wonderful point, and thanks for sharing that. Um, so my next question is also very practical. In working with chronic pain, do you find it best to start out broad and narrow down to something specific or start with something specific and work more towards a broad approach? I'm a great believer in specific. Mm-hmm. And then I do think broad can be useful, but I want to know, know about the bad things that happen to you, the unhealed events, the, 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 the events in your life that really wounded you, not just as an adult, but as a child. So one lady, for example, I worked with at a live workshop, we, uh, I was working with her, and she had this event when she was 21 years old in college. And we, we, we did EFT on that, but I really went something earlier. So we found an 11-year-old event that was really wounding to her. But then we found a 4-year-old event. We worked on the 4-year-old event, and all of the psychological trauma around the 11-year-old event and the college-age event went away completely because we then we, you know, we hit that four-year-old event and removed all the psychological trauma in that. So I like to find events and be specific. Now, you can't always find them. It can take a while to do that. What I love to do once we have found one, though, is then generalize and say, I just healed this crucial negative experience in my life, and I know it's possible for me to heal other similar ex- experiences. And in the, EFT, in the EFT manual, we call this the generalization effect. And the reason it's so powerful is that the part of your brain that encodes psychological trauma in memories is the hippocampus, your middle brain, your, your limbic system. And mm-hmm. the job of the hippocampus is to associate the bad thing happening now with the bad thing that happened earlier and keep you out of danger. It's, it's, it's this very useful survival function. The trouble is that it, it misfires. It tells you things are dangerous now when they aren't really based on childhood cues. So I like to go early, like to go deep, and when you tap and you then reduce the emotional intensity of that childhood event down to a low number or zero, then it tells the hippocampus that all the subsequent events that look like that event aren't really a threat to your survival, and the emotional intensity around all of them goes away. So a good practitioner and um, applying EFE skillfully can result in all of the subsequent emotional events that are linked in the hippocampus to the earliest event just going away once you have the, that, that initial triggering event. I love that. And that really is the definition of fibromyalgia. We are people who live like a live electrical wire every day and everything is reactive. So here's the bajillion dollar question. Uh, mm-hmm. What percentage of the fibromyalgia population that you work with do you feel have uh, emotional trauma connections? 100 there you go. Thank you for saying it. <laughs> and even if they come to you and say, I don't, that's fine. We'll start tapping here. Yeah. I, I absolutely uh, love that. Emotional trauma underlies virtually all physical disease. There's a famous, enormous study, 17,000 people done by Kaiser in the early 1990s called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. And they found yes. that higher levels of unresolved childhood trauma showed up as cancer, higher levels of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all kinds of, of, of diseases as adults. And the, the more adverse experiences you had as a child, the greater the number of diseases and the greater the intensity of disease as, as, as adults. So if we don't dig in and resolve those childhood traumas, they come to our attention in some other way, usually as disease symptoms. And what I find is that it's almost always uh, stress. In the gene in your genes, I talk about two twins, identical twins. Identical twins are interesting because they have the, the same genome. And what happened with these two little girls is that even though they were raised in the same family, they had identical genes, they were born at the same time, identical twins, one got leukemia at the age of two years old and one didn't. And doctors mm-hmm. were baffled. How can the strongly inherited childhood leukemia have occurred in one of the twins, not the other one? And they traced it down to stress. They found that the, the twin that got leukemia had had a tonsillectomy that was traumatic to her when she was six months old. And that was what they found was the crucial difference. So those unresolved childhood traumas come back to haunt you as adult disease 
unless you go in there and take care of them. That's why I say it's 100%. There's always, there are layers of psychological trauma in these fibromyalgia patients, and it's so important to drill down there and work on those. I, I don't pay much attention at all to the disease, and people in my live workshops are often, hey, you know, this person walked up to the front to work with you, and then you work with this person. You're totally, completely ignoring what they tell you the biggest problem in their life is, and you're going Absolutely. to something in their childhood. But of course, Absolutely. And I'm, yeah. I'm so, so glad you brought up the ACEs study, and anyone can Google that and, and learn more. It's so important to see where these things start. So could you speak real quickly, we've just got a few minutes, on how this is connected to sleep disturbances. We talked about pain. What about sleep? What happens is that you have a cycle in your internal biochemistry, and it governs the secretion of hormones like cortisol and DHEA and adrenaline, testosterone and oxytocin. There are many, many different hormones that are part of this biological clock. When the biological clock is disrupted by stress, it gets out of whack. And once it's out of whack, it has a very hard time getting back in whack. For example, one, there was one Vietnam veteran that would wake up with screaming nightmares even 30 years after the Vietnam War at around 3 a.m. Well, we dug into it and discovered that it's his very first day of deployment in Vietnam, there was a Viet Cong mortar attack on his barracks at 3 a.m. Wow. So he had that disrupted cortisol cycle big spike in adrenaline, and now he's been reenacting this every night. Now, of course, his body's thinking, well, we should wake him up to make sure there's no, no, not a motor attack. But, of course, there has not been an attack for 30 years, 40 years, but he's still reenacting this in his biochemistry. Once our biochemistry gets stuck that way, our, we have sleep disturbances, and you see really, really, really um, disrupted cortisol cycles in people with these conditions. So um, once you've, you've got the, the, those sleep disturbances, it's actually quite hard to bring them back into, into, into regulation. Uh, EFT can help, though, with that. Thank you so much for that. I totally agree, and I see that quite often uh, myself, that, that sleep is connected, and I always call it a results symptom as we work on other issues better sleep is a result of the other portions that we are eliminating. You know, one of the most gratifying things to me is to hear veterans say after they start, uh, we, we have, we have a, a nonprofit program that's treated over, uh, over 10,000 veterans with, with, with EFT over the last almost 10 years, and one of the first things veterans find is that they get a full night's sleep, and they may not have had a full night's sleep since the Vietnam War, or since Iraq, or wherever they were deployed. And so that's one of the very, very first things that regulates and comes right is their sleep patterns. Oh, that's oh. great. Th- yeah, thank you for that discussion, Susan and Dr. Church. That was really wonderful. And on the other side of this break that we're getting ready to take, we're going to get some testimonials. And I'm going to ask Susan as well for some testimonials because she has been dealing with these things and using EFT. So it would be great to delve into your experience a little bit. So thank you both again for educating us about this and hopefully giving folks with fibromyalgia and chronic pain hope that there are treatments out there that can really help. So this is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and we're here with EFT researcher and author Dr. Dawson Church, who recently released the third edition of his EFT manual, which describes the field of clinical EFT. And he just provided some great insights with Susan as to how EFT can help with the chronic pain and insomnia that those dealing with fibromyalgia experience. And we're going to hear some more from Susan firsthand on the other side of this break. Thanks so much. See you in a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. It's here, announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Are you a wellness entrepreneur or practitioner who wants to grow your business dramatically without compromising your values? Are you ready for an adventure and expansion with Sandra Mahotra? 
host of Generation Regeneration Holistic Radio, and Noam Kenstucky, accomplished coach and creator of Masterpieces? If yes, then apply to our Abundance Cubes Transformation Program, and you could be one of six entrepreneurs who receive business coaching and media exposure in our success challenge. Go to www.wcubedcommunity.com and click on Abundance Cubed under our radio show to learn more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm here with co-host Susan Ingebretson and guest Dr. Dawson Church, EFT researcher and author of the third edition, The EFT Manual. And in the previous segment, he and Susan had a great discussion about how EFT is very useful for chronic pain, insomnia, things that folks with fibromyalgia have to deal with every day. So now I'd I'd like to ask you, Susan, can you give us some details about your experience with EFT and how it has helped you with your symptoms? Sure, I'd love to. I'll just give you a little quickie. Uh, years ago, I started uh, learning and researching what I could do to help my body heal, and I tell everyone that everything I did was wrong. I came about it from the wrong way, but it still worked anyway, and I was trying to prove that the emotional stuff didn't work, that um, all of these modalities were silly, and that I was going to be disabled forever. You know, back then, I did walk with a cane. I was told I would be on all these medications, and that was just the bleak future I had. And as I started practicing things like EFT, like Tai Chi, and starting to take a look at my inner self-talk, which I was completely unaware of before that, um, those things started to create a shift that I could not deny. Whether I thought I believed in it or not, I could not deny the shift I felt in my body where I felt more calm. I would leave a Tai Chi class feeling more calm. I would feel what I called my internal tension meter uh, ratcheting down after tapping. Again, not knowing why or how and having no idea about the science behind it. And I'm so grateful that I continued even though I thought it was silly. (laughs) So sometimes ignorance is awesome. (laughs) I'm grateful for that. You know, it's like looking and you see the sun shining through, you don't know why, you don't know how, you just keep on going because that seems to be doing something and you don't have to know why. So that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. That is how it started for me. Yeah. And that goes back to a discussion you were having in the last segment. Even if you don't believe it, you're sure it's not going to work, which it sounds like that's your, that was your situation. Do it anyway. Absolutely. I was told yeah. you walk with a cane, next is the scooter chair, and can we file those forms for you right now so that the wow. chair will be ready for you when you need it. Wow. And, and I was 39 years old, and I was told that was my future. Yes. Okay. So I, I always like to point out that I am perfectly physically healthy and um, happy, and I do not take any medications. I'm fine, you know, that clients do. We work at, at all levels, but I always like to point out that it was a, a journey for me, but I do still have fibromyalgia, and I'm grateful for everything I've learned along my journey. That's right, yeah. And I think your story uh, should give those who are also dealing with fibromyalgia a lot of hope that, like you say, the sun can peek through the clouds. There is a better future out there. Um, yep. Yep, just have to start following some steps, even if you don't believe they'll work. <laughs> Go ahead, do it, take the plunge, and see how your body feels. You know, collect the data, I guess, is a way to put Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Can I tell you a quickie with one of my clients? Yes, go ahead. Um, I had a client who uh, just could not see past her job, and 
she had fibromyalgia and other health challenges, but it was the job. It was this horrible boss that she had, and that was, that was the reason for her pain, the reason for her disability. She was going to have to go out on disability, and it was just, you know, so traumatic for her. And we tapped, even though she said that's silly, and we tapped on her stress levels with this boss and, you know, got that stress to, to um, ratchet down a bit. And as we kind of got through that, I always think of it as weeding a garden, and so many of us don't even know there's a garden there. But once you start the weeding process, she realized that this boss, who was very demanding, that was not the problem at all. She realized that the voice she was hearing in her head was something from her past and a very negative um, family member, a, a great aunt or a grandmother, I don't remember. And so she was hearing that, and as she could reduce her exposure to that, as we could reduce her anxiety to that, and again, like being a live wire, as we could diminish that association, um, she found, you know, pain relief. And, you know, just a few short sessions later, I asked her something about her boss, and she said, who? And I said, well, the boss, the one that's, that's so demanding. And she goes, her? And she goes, oh, she's lucky to have me. I do a great job. She's lucky I do a great job. That's great. <laughs> and that yeah. is so indicative of being able to see, you don't have to see the forest for the trees, but when you work with someone else, let them do that for you. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, those are great Yeah, we call it a cognitive shift where your circumstances haven't changed, but the way you see your circumstances has changed, yes. and that gives them a totally different meaning. So initially people yes. have these circumstances, they make meaning out of them and say, this is terrible, and it's because of them out there. Then you do yeah. EFT with them or other kinds of consciousness shifting techniques, and then the boss doesn't change, the wife doesn't change, but something changes inside of them, they yes. then perceive that very same situation in a whole different light, and that's when healing occurs. So you, you aren't invested in trying to change other people, change people outside of you, you're invested in trying to change yourself, because yes. that's where the power is of your own healing. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Over and over and over again. Yep. Awesome stuff. And Dr. Church, can you, as we get ready to wrap up here, can you let our listeners know one more time the resources that are available on the web to learn more about your work and about tapping? Sure. Well, that web address I gave you earlier, DawsonGift.com, it's just my name, Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift.com. If you go through there, it's a portal, and you'll get, A, a free copy of the EFT mini-manual, which gives you the instructions for how to do the basic form of EFT. You'll also get um, a really incredibly simple meditation practice that we're now researching, and the initial results are that it has very positive effects uh, for both health and happiness levels. You'll also get that list of practitioners and access to the websites for places like the Veterans Stress Project, where veterans can go to get free EFT to work on their PTSD. So all of those things are available through that one portal of DawsonGift.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That's about all the time that we have for today. But thank you, Susan, for helping me today. And thank you, Dr. Church, for sharing a wealth of information about the power of clinical EFT and your book, The EFT Manual, Third Edition. As we've discussed, this modality goes deeper than the conscious mind. And it's so important for removing blocks, relieving stress, and getting you on your way to sustained healing. So thank you very much again. It's a joy. I love doing this work, and I love sharing it as well. Thank you. You're both so welcome. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Our guest will be Patrick O'Neill, CEO of Amp Your Good, which is all about raising fresh and healthy foods for food drives, or what they call crowd feeding. It's the time of year when food drives will kick into high gear for the holidays. So join us to learn more about how you can donate fresh foods and make the most of your food drive so the products are as effective, convenient, and nutritious as possible. Thank you so much again, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit.